Hey guys, this is Mindcast with your host, Kevin Seaman, where we talk about what's going on in your head. Hello, this is your host, Kevin Seaman, and welcome to Mindcast number 14. Aim at the center of the bullseye. What pushes you to achieve great things in your life? What creates that drive you need in order to push forward, regardless of obstacles, to accomplish the goals you hold in your heart. What is a motivation? The word motivation comes from the Latin phrase to move forward, or reason to move forward. So, what is it that motivates you, moves you forward? Now that we've hit 2021 and continue into a new year, it is in our greatest interest to think about our goals. And as we move forward, what will we accomplish in the future in every area of our life? In this episode of Mindcast, I would like to discuss an approach to goal attainment that has worked for me and how you can use this to gain huge benefits in your life. Take a few minutes and listen to this and then take action in your life and you will never, ever be the same. But first, I'd like to illustrate something that will help us define just exactly what a goal is. Once during a checkup, my doctor asked me about the type of coaching that I've developed a reputation for. Here's how he started. So, what's this thing you do? Mike asked. What thing is that, Doc? I grinned teasingly. This performance enhancement stuff you do with some of the athletes you work with, Mike said. Why, Doc? Uh, What do you have on your mind? Mike looked at me in the eye and said with a twinkle, I'm thinking about entering the New York Empire State Games in swimming. Wow, Mike, that's great. You used to compete in swimming? When was that? Oh, when I was in high school, Dr. Mike replied. Wow, that was a long time ago. What do you have in mind? I'd like to enter six events just to see how I do, Mike said half-heartedly. Then why bother, I said, sensing the apprehension in Mike's voice. Mike stared at me at disbelief in this remark. Was this the attitude of a top mind coach? I continued, if you want to see how you do, why don't you just have your times checked and then compare them to the people that would swim in your class? You're way too busy to do something as time-consuming as this just to see how you'll do. Doc, you have a booming practice, a beautiful family. You're a very successful and very busy man. Mike, it takes dedication and time to swim at that level. So, I mean, really, unless you're going all the way, don't bother. I said this as I pierced Mike with my gaze. He looked at me and a grin appeared. Oh, I get it. We've started already, haven't we? Mike, you're an archer, right? You shoot a bow? So tell me, when you aim for the target, do you always hit the bullseye? No, Mike laughed. Well, what if you aim for the bullseye? Do you usually hit the target? Most of the time, yes, Mike said a little puzzled. What if you aim for the center of the bullseye? Aren't you more likely to hit the center ring? Doc, I would love to work with you. But if you're going to aim, aim for the gold, okay? I set up a time when we could meet and I could work with Mike. 
Once I had created a sense of total commitment for success in Mike, we were able to begin. In the one-on-one session I had with Mike, we zeroed in on a success plan. I then helped Mike to establish a reason to work on his swimming goal that was congruent with his values. Purpose, or the why, is always more powerful than any goal. We did a series of personal visualization history searches and came up with a time when Mike was in the top of his class. Then I used that past event as an emotional connection for Mike to tap into prior to his future swimming events. Finally, I had Mike pick an anchor series that was congruent with his faith, his family, and his goal. I didn't see Doc for a while, but the next time I went for a checkup, I asked him, Hey, Doc! How'd you do in the Empire State game? Well, I used your techniques and I did pretty well. I entered five events and I took three bronze and two silvers. That's great. Don't worry, though. There's always next year for the gold, I smiled. Mike also took three silver and two bronze medals in 2003 and four gold medals and two silvers in the following year in 2004 Empire State Games. In addition to winning 16 medals in three years at the Empire State Games, Mike also showed his eight-year-old son, who then used it to qualify in swimming for the state finals. Mike is currently coaching competitive swimming in central New York. So let's talk about goals. What is a goal? A goal is like a target, really. If you currently have clear written goals to lead you forward, you're a part of a very unique and elite group. You are aiming at the center of the bullseye of your target. You are in the top 3% of people who have high aspirations about their personal achievement. It's true. According to experts, less than 3% of North Americans have written specific detailed goals. Not only that, but about 10% have goals committed to memory. In reference to that 10%, this would be like aiming at the outside rim of your target. Committing goals to memory is not an adequate way to clearly focus on your objective. Remember what I said about when you write things down? Writing things down is a psychophysical neuromuscular activity and has been proven to be one of the best ways to remember something. What about the other remaining 87%? Oh, they aren't even looking at the target, let alone the bullseye. They have no goals at all. But why are goals so important in the first place? Here's a line from a life lesson found in a book by Lewis Carroll. One day, Alice came to a fork in the road and saw a Cheshire cat in the tree. Which road do I take? She asked. Well, where do you want to go? was his response. I don't know, Alice answered. Then, said the cat, it doesn't matter. Lewis Carroll, author. One of my all-time favorite coaches, Brian Tracy, once told me, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Most people don't really know which road to take, simply because they don't have a clear picture of their destination. Without a destination, it's so easy for us to fall into a trap of complacency. It's common to be content, just to be getting by day by day, without pushing to achieve the things we really want to change in our lives or succeed at. 
We may even rationalize uh, why we can't succeed using negative self-communication, telling ourselves that we don't have the skills, resources, knowledge, and education, or time that it takes to achieve what we want. First, it's not knowledge and education that makes people succeed. The world is full of skilled, educated, knowledgeable failures. People who succeed at anything have some very specific methods that they utilize to accomplish their objective. But first and foremost, you must know your objective or goal. You must identify your target. People who succeed are those who, number one, know specifically what they want. They have a specific goal or set of goals that they want to achieve. So write your goals down and be specific. The more detailed, the better. Something truly amazing happens when you write down your goals. It's as if they are beginning to actually process in your mind. The moment your pen hits the page, designate target dates or time periods to accomplish those goals. Place your written goals where you can see them daily. Number two, they have a big enough why. People who succeed in accomplishing things outside their comfort zone have passion for their goal. They have substantial reason or purpose. Purpose is always more powerful than outcome. The individual with a burning desire, with a passion for what they want, is one of the most formidable forces known to man. Number three, they have developed the ability to take consistent action. In other words, they will consistently do what it takes to succeed. Self-discipline, attitude, personal beliefs, and values all play a major role in motivating us to take action towards our achievements. It is not your intentions, but rather it is your actions that will allow you to succeed. To quote a famous slogan, just do it. Number four, they have persistence. They don't give up. Every person you see who has achieved greatness has failed over and over to finally succeed. There are few unrealistic goals, only unrealistic time frames to accomplish them. Losers quit when they're tired. Winners quit when they've succeeded. Number five, they learn from their end results. If the approach they took didn't work, they adjust their approach again and again until they get the results they want. Let me use an analogy to expand on this idea. When I lived near the ocean, I used to sail whenever I had the opportunity. When a sailboat leaves the harbor in pursuit of a destination, it sets its compass in the direction of its objective. But as the boat is challenged by the currents, the wind, and the weather, the captain will need to change the boat's direction and adjust the approach in order to succeed and reach his destination. Be flexible in your approach. You are the captain of your destination. Tapping into your subconscious. As I mentioned, any person who wants to be successful in anything, regardless of what it is, he or she will fail far more times than they will succeed. And many people value success, but they also want to avoid feelings of failure or feeling like a failure. The challenge comes when a person's fear or avoidance of failing prevents them from taking action and trying or going through the necessary repetition of trial and error that it takes to master something. 
We all move towards pleasure and away from pain. Some of us are driven more by moving toward pleasure, some more away from pain. Many times, people set goals that have very little to do with what they truly value in life, what gives them real pleasure. Or they set goals that do not take into account what they want to avoid, things that give them pain. Then they may wonder why they aren't following through and label themselves as lazy or undisciplined. That's rarely the case. Usually the problem is that people's goals have little to do with their value system or how they like to be reinforced. There is a unique cycle that occurs when we predicate our goals that are in alignment with our values. As we work towards our value-driven objective, we feel totally natural in our pursuit. And once this goal is achieved, our values are satisfied and supported by our accomplishment. Therefore, our goals support our values, and our values in turn support us in the direction of our goals. At this point, you may say, that's great, Kevin, but how can I use this? Here's how. Get some leverage. Think of the goal or objective you wish to achieve, but have had difficulty completing. Make a clear picture of this goal in your head. Now think of how great it would feel when this goal was completed. Think of all the benefits you would gain and the feeling of total satisfaction knowing that you've accomplished this. Visualize yourself with a huge smile on your face as you finish. Got that picture clear and complete in your mind's eye? Good. Now think of negative emotions associated with not completing that same task. Think of the frustration you've experienced now and before as this goal once again slips away from your grasp. Think of how you will feel in the future as you embrace the loss of satisfaction and the negative drain these emotions have as you face the reality that you failed only because you've given up. Run these two mental videos over and over in your head. These two versions are the carrot, pleasure, and the stick, pain. Now write the carrot and the stick on a small notepad or sticky note. Put the note somewhere conspicuous, somewhere you'll see it daily for at least one week. When you see it, run your mental video. In a short time, you'll begin to change your association to this goal and connect your emotional content via your values, by using this principle of pain and pleasure. I've had outstanding results with this, and if you believe it and try it, so will you. Here's something valuable to remember. Your mind is only capable of holding one thought at a time. It can change from one thing to the next, but cannot hold two thoughts simultaneously. You can control what thought you want to focus on. The difficulty most people have with challenges is due to focus. When you focus on the problem, your mind asks, why can't I? A simple shift to focusing on the solution, and your mind immediately asks, how can I? Work to become solution-oriented rather than problem-focused. You'll never get where you want to be by focusing on what you fear. Instead, focus on where you want to be. Focus on what you want and work towards its accomplishment, and enjoy the best success in your near future. How to develop the muscle. 
One of the best ways to begin with goal setting as a habit is to work from a list on a daily basis. This helps you accomplish small goals, strengthening your mindset. Here are a few tips on using a list to increase your productivity and developing your goal setting muscles. Number one, work from a list every day. Update your list for the next day, the night before, or first thing in the morning. Write it down. Something incredible will happen when you materialize your thoughts onto paper. Number two, hold fast to your standard procedure of working from your list. Refusing to do anything that is not on the list. This is accomplished by updating your list as you work through your day. Oftentimes, I will put something on my list right after I did it and then cross it off. Number three, Evaluate tasks by deadline. Work on your largest, most difficult, least favorite task first, whenever possible. This will ensure that it gets done, not ending up on the next day's list. If you insist on completing the smaller tasks first, you will make little headway. Small tasks will continue to appear as your day unfolds. Number four, evaluate your tasks for value and return. Which tasks will bring you the most return on your effort? I learned this when I was in sales. One whale is worth a thousand buckets of minnows. Number five, remember there is no such thing as unreasonable goals, only unreasonable timeframes. By working from a list every day, you will accomplish more in a week than most people do in months or even years. Nothing on earth can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. Thomas Jefferson. Progress is not quick or easy. It is a process of your personal improvement that develops who you are, not the destination at which you work to arrive at. Embrace the process. That's where the true genius lies. Thank you. And remember, when you're aiming at your target, aim at the center of the bullseye. Be sure to try some of the strategies I present in these coaching episodes. I'm available for coaching or speaking engagements for your group or company. To reach out or inquire about my coaching or just to say hello or ask a question, you can contact me at kevin at thewinningmindset.com. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review Mindcast so you never miss an episode with me. Thank you again. Until next time, this is Kevin Seaman, and this is Mindcast.